Hello, hello. Episode hello. seven of Captain's Point with Anjum Chopra and me, Rishi K. Remember, this comes to you on HT Smartcast on online podcasting, and of course on ninety four point three Radio One. How are you? I love the purple uh, uh, jacket. Ah, thank you, thank you so much. It's the savior. Wherever you go, you travel with this jacket. The lightest and the warmest jacket you can ever find. So even if you're in Dubai, doesn't matter. The air conditioning reminds you that you need to have. protection against the yeah. changing weather and i'm sure i'm sure I'm they try sure. to refrigerate people no? all the all the places around <laughs> make sorry. sure that they you refrigerate people refrigerate people that's a, <laughs> that's a good term listen this is it i mean we're poised at uh, at qualifier one the top two teams are facing off against each other in dubai and um, on the face of it delhi capitals look much stronger because chennai suddenly have been having a losing spate so let's start yeah. with the preview and then we'll get into the review I think three games on the trot for Chennai to be losing is obviously not a very healthy sign for any team. I think, uh, you know, you might have uh, been the first team to qualify for the qualifiers or for the playoffs, but uh, to be losing three games doesn't uh, augur well for any side. So yeah, Chennai is in a lot of bother. Um, for Delhi, yes, they lost a close one, uh, the last game against Bangalore, but you know that kind of a loss, they know that they fielded poorly and that they didn't, uh, you know, field. Take their catches as well, so all those factors will probably not make them very uh, disappointed with the fact that they didn't lose because of bad scoring or less scoring or bad bowling. It was just because of bad bad play. So they know the reason. But for Chennai, even if they know the reason, there are too many things to address. So yes, uh, you know, it's not a very nice place uh, to be for the Chennai team when you get into a very important contest. Come on, tell me what all the commentators and the broadcast team feels about Deepak Chahar's <laughs> engagement in front of international <laughs> media. <laughs> It's quite a moment, wasn't it? <laughs> nice reality television drama. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were sitting in the com box, and suddenly uh, one of the commentators just put on his phone, and there was the and suddenly in a quiet commentary box. When I say quiet commentary box, this is obviously when you're speaking. The only three people who were At one point of time, sitting for commentary only days thing. Otherwise, it's pretty sad. And suddenly, yeah. all three of us turned back, and I don't want to say the name. Like, Karan, what happened? And the gentleman was like, "Oops, sorry, I was just watching a video." That's right. That's perfect timing in the perfect place to watch a video. And then uh, we were having a commercial break, and then he told us, "He's like, what?" I said, "What's this video all about?" And he says, "Yeah, you know, Deepak Chahar has asked his girlfriend for the he's asked pop the question." Yeah, good. Everybody later on went and saw it like. It wasn't discussed at all. <laughs> it was like you've seen the video, yeah, and that's it. Full stop. <laughs> Nobody discussed anything about it. <laughs> so no goss at all. But you know, I'd like to see some gender diversity and inclusion. That the the, uh, yeah. the wives or the girlfriends or the fiancés of male cricketers get so much attention. Tomorrow, yeah. if one of these attractive girls who play for the Indian cricket team, you know, whether it's a Smriti Orman or whoever it is. Uh, you know, if I want to see if that much attention is showered on their prospective boyfriend or fiance, that will be the day when we say there's gender diversity and equality. I I, I completely <laughs> agree. I completely agree. At the moment, they're all trying to hide away if there are <laughs> any that they want to conceal or hide or or to save themselves. I, I mean, it, it's so look. 
probably uh, alisa hilly doesn't need to hide anything because she's married to <laughs> mitchell stark but yeah, yeah. other than that i think everybody is just hiding uh, even if it's their partner or their boyfriend or whoever they just try to you know keep things very calm quiet even if they aren't but uh, it, yeah absolutely there is so we're still so far away from gender equality you know we just yeah. talk about it it's improving i won't say that it's not but then we in realistic terms we're still very far away from it. we still feel that the supporting cast role must go to the female well unfair unfairly so the eliminator in charja uh, bangalore kolkata the teams were placed 3 and 4 on the table your quick preview of that one um i think kolkata is one team you need to be wary of uh, you know any opposition because they are a team who have just suddenly changed uh, the complexion of their team coming into the uae leg um, they were a different team in india they are a different team here and when you're out, out there on a purpose and you know how uh, adversity can be and the hardships can be suddenly the outlook is different and which is a good thing for the kolkata team for bangalore a very near escape again against delhi uh, the last league game of theirs so from their perspective they'll say that they're getting into the uh, contest the eliminator contest on a high which is right on a high but that could have been a different story if they had lost i would still think that kolkata will start a uh, more favorite against the bangalore team yes it's a maxwell show it can be the harshal patel show it can be anybody show it can be ap devilers come to the party if said buts will happen but in as a team perspective i think in totality if you see or feel i just think kolkata might start as a team which is more likely to going out there and making a greater impact speaking of sharja i don't know whether you were busy in the com box or outside uh hashtag sharja was actually trending uh, on one particular day lot of spectators putting pictures and talking about the facilities um you, have you gone out, been able to go yeah. out and check the facilities and you know just look around or have you just been too busy in the com box <laughs> our our path is very clearly defined and your mark that when you get off the car there is somebody already showing you the hand this way please and when you walk this way say no not that way this way please so this way is like going around seeing the facilities so no i haven't seen the entire facilities but the improvement in the facilities is very much there in terms of uh, when we were here last year the the rooms have they, they've done a few more extra rooms and they've nice. just uh, whatever space that they had uh, there is a commentary box which hasn't changed an inch there is a uh, you know presidential box or the vip gallery which is just adjacent to the commentary box that is the same but they've just tried to add a few more rooms and give a few more people more space to sit around so not that they've done the whole thing up all over again but yes they have refurbished it it looks neater it looks nicer uh, but it's still small in comparison to other grounds uh, but the food is good very nice well the food is good then half the battle is won <laughs> absolutely <laughs> okay let let's do a, a quick round up of everything that happened let's start at last weekend um mumbai took on delhi delhi won by four wickets in sharja i w- i remember a tweet from anjum chopra saying mature knock from shreyas on twitter uh, which which yeah. it was actually it really was yeah, and uh, avesh khan of course took 3 for 15 he actually cleaned up rohit hardik nathan so just a, a snapshot of that particular game yeah I remember and i think i'll boast of it also that tweet is on the ipl match thing you know when they finished the info points <laughs> sometimes it just gets there but you know what i liked about that game is that whilst everything was happening around shreyas ayer he just stood firm very calm he knew exactly that it's just run a ball he doesn't need to do anything fancy to step up the scoring rate 
and you can fall prey to that uh, thought as well. But he just stood there. He says, doesn't matter. I'm one end holding it forth and the other end, whoever it is, whether it's Ashwin or whether it's Rishab or even it's Avesh, we can just rotate strike and get the team to a victory. That game was not a must-win game for Delhi, but that was a very important game for Mumbai. So I thought it was very, very heartening to see Shreyas play such a such a good. Not that he hasn't played earlier, but it was very nice to see him amongst the runs. And uh, the other Saturday game, Rajasthan versus Chennai. I mean, there are so many ways to describe it. It was a gale storm, but there was no gale. A desert storm, call it what you made. But I don't know what Ruturaj Gaikwad ate and came out. I don't know what Shivam Dubey ate and drank and came out. I mean, unbelievable. 101 not out in 60 balls, 9 fours, 5 sixes for Gaikwad. Dubey, 4 fours, 4 sixes in his 64 off 42. It's absolute mayhem on the bowlers. You know, the last part of that uh, game where uh, Ruturaj was one shot away from the 100. So I was watching the game since it was being played at Abu Dhabi. And uh, for, for some, for the brief period, I just felt that if I am in Rituraj's shoes and you're one stroke away from a milestone in a T20 game and a first of its kind for yourself uh, as a player, what must be going through his, his mindset? And I knew very much that I was not in his uh, in the same zone as he is because he managed to hit that ball for a six, the last ball for a six to get to his hundred. And I don't think anything else was more important on that particular ball than him getting to a hundred for, for Chennai or for anyone. And it was such a nice feeling. It was just a feeling of, I won't say redemption because it wasn't a redemption shot, but it was a feeling of achievement, sense of pride. So yes, that was a beautiful knock from Rutharaj Kaifad. And then when we saw both Evan Lewis and uh, Yashasvi Jaiswal make sure that they remind the team that the two explosive left-handers have come into the fore, it just fell very nicely. Everything fell very nicely in place for uh, the Rajasthan team. But that was it. That's Rajasthan for you. <laughs> one day there, one day on on top of the earth, on in, on one another planet, and the next day they they're actually searching for their roots on uh, right. planet Earth and on the on the ground. So that's Rajasthan for us. Completely erratic. Yes, as we just while incidentally, since uh, Anjum mentioned him, uh, fifty off twenty one. So again, impressive six fours, three sixes in that one. Uh, last Sunday, Bangalore took on Punjab. I. It was such a treat to see Moses Enriquez, his 3-for-12, Kohli, Padikkal, Dan Christian. Uh, it's easy to start off with a batsman again. You know, co- people constantly say it's a batter's game. But it's nice when you when you see a bowling performance like that. And then Chael comes in and takes a 3-for-29 again. Prime batsman. He, he gets Mayank, he gets Puran, he gets Sarfraz. Uh, so your thoughts on, on that particular game? There were some batting performances, of course. Maxwell hammered that 57 off 33 uh, doing what he does best. It's almost as though all those editions he didn't perform. <laughs> this edition, he's pointing at everybody and saying, you, know, you thought I couldn't do it? Here I am. Game after game. And Mayank also did pretty well. Rahul and Mayank putting on a stand. Mayank's 57 of 42. So that game, please. Yeah, it was a good game. You know, what I've seen is that even for uh, King, uh, for, for the Punjab uh, team, that uh, they come out strong. They are probably unable to finish games in style very regularly in their favour. We've seen Bangalore play some very good cricket and I think we've discussed this earlier as well, the Maxwell factor in Bangalore squad or or the kind of impact that even Harshal Patel and the bowling department has made. Yesterday as well on commentary, we were discussing about how good Siraj has been for uh, the Bangalore team. And when you look at Punjab, here it is, you're you're probably matching stroke to stroke, whether it's uh, Virat or Padikal and whether it's Mayank or uh, KL batting for the two sides. You're just matching, matching stroke to stroke. And 
and, and very nicely uh, done too. But then what happens when the games don't end up in your favor? What happens when you don't get those two points? And it's such, it's such a different story from what we probably know of Bangalore a few years earlier, what we've seen Bangalore in the last two seasons and what we're continuing to see as we spoke about Rajasthan earlier and now Punjab, there's just two contrasting stories. Kolkata versus Hyderabad last Sunday. Kolkata winning by six wickets in Dubai. I'm always happy seeing uh, Jason Holder. Uh, there's there's something calming about the giant. Two for 32. Hmm. I like the fact that, you know, Saudi, Mavi, Varun all bowled wonderfully well, you know, hmm. uh, taking two wickets apiece. And of course, uh, Shuman Gill made that 57 off 51. So ultimately, uh, Kolkata beating Hyderabad. You know, that game is one, probably now Kolkata is not affected by the net run rate, but that is the game where everyone thought that against Hyderabad, when you don't have a very big target, it was under 130 that they had to chase. And they took it to the last over. And for no reason, it's not that Kolkata was batting with eight wickets down or nine wickets down and trying to save the game. And they just took it right down to the wire. Yes, you can say that the bowlers bowled reasonably well. The first game for um, uh, Umran Malik as well. But first or the second game for, for Malik. And... Uh, and suddenly you're looking at Kolkata, hey, listen, you need that, you need two points, but you also need to step up your net run rate. So, yes, sometimes it's we've seen in this competition that what becomes more important becomes more realistic and more important for the teams to be chasing at that point of time, rather than just thinking ahead and planning for the future. Just must like just like what uh, Mumbai Indians must be thinking at this present moment. What if they had their net run rate better? And what if they've had some more victories? Well, DK came in and did a small, small little cameo at the end, eighteen of twelve. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I missed that one out. What do you make of Umran, uh, Umran Malik? Uh, he's quick. He's sharp. Um, he looks uh, impressive as well. He doesn't have any, rather just one or uh, first class game and uh, I think a T Twenty game to his credit in, in the domestic format. So we haven't really seen him, uh, you know, spend the time or go through the grind of domestic cricket. So that's still far away. Uh, but just be- between the nets and a contest and then into uh, the tournament, into the uh, as a net bowler and then into the tournament. So it's a very different setting for a player. I guess when, when the workload starts coming in you, the pressure of the game situation and the expectation starts coming in you as a player, that's the time you start test- getting tested and really knowing uh, the longevity or the expected longevity of a player. So there is still time, but yes, he looks a good prospect. And I'm sure if he if he continues to play this way, um, I don't think that he'll be too far away from the Indian bowling nets. You know, we've seen in the past that good seam bowlers have been given an opportunity to go out there and bowl in the nets to the India players. So I'm sure he will be benefited with that experience too. Nice. Uh, the Monday game, Delhi versus Chennai in Dubai. Delhi winning by uh, three wickets. I thought, again, I'm going to start with the bowlers. Shardul gave away just 13 runs in his four overs. I thought that was exceptional. I mean, one seldom talks about that. But just being very miserly and picking up Shikhar early on and then Ashwin, that was a fine bowling performance. Jadeja again did a two for 28. I thought Akshar Patel uh, taking Faf to Plessy and Moin Ali out of the equation uh, did fabulously well. And in the batters, uh, Raidu was unbeaten on 55. Uh, he took f- 43 balls uh, to get that 55, five fours and two sixes. We saw, you know, spurts from Shikhar Dhawan, Hetmeyer. So your thoughts on that game? Um, again, a low scoring game. Uh, Raidu had to play that 55 knock. Otherwise, uh, Chennai would have been struggling. And and I guess that's probably the first or the second of the games that Chennai went on to lose on the trot. So 
um, the batting has been tested. Sometimes you might just feel that why Ravindra Jadeja is not sent higher up in the batting order um, because obviously Suresh Raina has missed a few games due to injury. Um, Raidu has been in and out of form. Yes, not that he's been completely out of form, but he's whatever limited opportunities he's got, he's made an impact, but it's not that emphatic impact. MS Dhoni has not been uh, that great with the bat yet. So you might feel that maybe Chennai needs to rethink that batting order. And when does uh, Bravo come into bowl if he's playing in that 11? So a lot of things haven't really been that very good. Uh, even even Sam Curran getting injured. Um, again, not, basically the game was a low-scoring one. So it didn't really put a lot of pressure on the Delhi team. And uh, well, Delhi feel, will feel happy. Rishabh Pant will feel very happy that he's got the better of MS uh, Dhoni a few times now. Uh, the Tuesday game, Rajasthan versus Mumbai in Sharjah. Mumbai win by eight wickets. Uh, really, for me, it was the Nathan and Nisham show. It, it sounds like a good stand-up comedy routine. Nathan and Nisham <laughs> show. But yeah, Nathan, uh, Kulton Isle, four for 14. Nisham, three for 12. We were just talking about giving away 13 runs. Unbelievable. And of course, very, yeah. very low-scoring game. And uh, Ishan Kishan coming good. Ishan Kishan batted really well that game. You know, it was like a tale of two halves. <laughs> One team struggling to get the ball away and the other team just ensuring that, oh, this was easy. You didn't realize it. It was just a pot of gold right there in front. So, uh, it, it was, again, a very one-sided game. And and to say that Mumbai came back into form or, you know, Mumbai didn't uh, do the same what they've been doing in the last couple of games, it's easier said than done. Um, but yeah, I think, again, Rajasthan from a win against Chennai to come here. And it was their very first game in Sharjah. So they had not been to Sharjah in a, in a, in a, on a pitch which has been offering variable bounds or low bounds or difficult to get off the square. A few dismissals probably showed that as well, especially Sanju Samson. The ball just popped up a bit higher on the bat and the bat was going into the stroke, caught at backward point. Um, I thought Rajasthan has been, uh, again, very up and down, not consistent at all. And I'm not surprised that they're again in the in the same position on the points table or a similar situation on the points table. The midweek game, which was Bangalore versus Hyderabad in Abu Dhabi. Hyderabad won by four runs. Um, I like that Dan Christian came out and took two crucial wickets, which is Jason Roy and then Garg, two for 14. Harshal uh, uh, took out Kane. Ken Williamson, Saha, Holder, very crucial wickets, 3 for 33. And of course, uh, in the batter, it's always nice to see, even if A.B. de Villiers makes, you know, 19 or 20 runs, as a fan, you want him to do well. So, you know, yeah. he hit a 4, he hit a 6 at the at the end. Uh, and then it was Padikal and Maxwell uh, in, in the amongst the batters. Uh, Jason Roy, of course, doing well with a 44. So, what do you think of that one? Um, as as you know, again, the uh, Hyderabad story has been up and down. They have obviously seen a lot. So it might be just one of the seasons of the tournament where they must be saying, why it's not finishing? Why is it not getting over? Every time, why do we have to step out and get noticed and, and get discussed? <laughs> it should be one tournament. We should just say, we are done. That's it. But yeah, towards the end, at least, uh, you know, they managed a few ways. They've come out with a little more... Uh, positive result for them. Not that they didn't come out with the intent earlier, but it's been a very forgetful tournament for the Hyderabad team. And, and they've been, uh, what, 2016 champions, 2018 runners-up. So they, they've, they've been there, they've seen that. And suddenly at the bottom of the tournament, we don't know who's going to be leading and who's going to be coming out to bat next with a lot of injuries. So yeah, it's been a tough tournament for them. 
Thursday, Chennai versus Punjab. Punjab winning by six wickets. Like we said right at the top, a three-game losing streak for Chennai. Faf to Plessis, 76. KL Rahul, how good was he? 98 not out in 42, seven fours, eight sixes. Uh, Chennai coming up short. Again, very difficult. You know, the same pitch uh, where the game was happening, the last league game at Dubai, the same pitch was used a day prior to that when Punjab and Chennai were playing in. KL Rahul just played on a different wicket. And I, and I was reading uh, later on that he said that, you know, the outside in the dressing room, people knew that within 14 overs, you need to finish the target. You need to get the scores done in 15 over, uh, under 14 overs. And it was one of those days that everything was meeting the perfect timing uh, with the bat. Um, and the ball was hitting the sweetest part of the bat, which <laughs> a player like KL Rahul can say because he tends to time the ball so very sweetly and so very often that he knows exactly which the sweet part of the bat is. <laughs> we were throughout our playing career, we still had to get more of the sweet part out of the bat so that it could hit anywhere. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, again, a very, very, very emphatic knock. And there again was the problem for Chennai. Where is the bowling? Who's going to score runs? It's not just once. It's happened thrice for you. Happy for Punjab though, because you always want good teams to be not reeling just at the bottom of the table because, uh, you know, of course, because of the points, but because they're not getting things right. And suddenly when they get things right against a very good team, you feel like, oh, where were they? What did they do wrong? A day before yesterday, Kolkata took on Rajasthan in Sharjah. They won by 86 runs. A couple of things that stood out for me. One is the Shubman-Venkatesh partnership. Hmm. And the the bowling in tandem of Mavi and Ferguson. Mavi hmm. 4 for 21, Ferguson 3 for 18. Your thoughts? I was very impressed with Shivam Mavi. You know, again, he's been in and out of the team. He's not played all the games. Um, and and in, a, in a match where he has to bowl where he'll be judged when, in the sense, judged that you're bowling alongside Ferguson. So obviously Ferguson, we know the pace that he offers and the line and length that he bowls with. Uh, and, and Shiva Mavi, we've seen through under-19 uh, tournaments that he's come through the ranks and he's there as a very important member in the Kolkata team. And he gets a look in. So to bowl with pace, to bowl with accuracy and to get the wicket, especially of uh, Phillips, you know, the, the clean bowl that he got of Phillips, where Phillips played wrong, uh, down the wrong line. Very, very good to see. And and that's the beauty of it. Now, when, when you have this kind of a tournament and you have youngsters coming to the legs, whether it's Malik or Mavi or Ishan Porel or Ravi Bishno, you have the, such youngsters coming in, especially bowlers, not only batters, not only talking about uh, Devdath Padikal coming through the ranks or Ruturaj, it's the bowlers as well. So you just feel that for probably the T20 format, the bowlers are also coming much into their uh, into their best elements. It's not only a batter's game, it's also a bowler's game. And this edition of the tournament in the UAE, like especially you can say that the bowlers have dominated more than the batters. Yesterday, Hyderabad versus Mumbai. Uh, Mumbai winning by 42 runs. Ishan and Surya were imposing, 84 and 82. Mm. Holder, though expensive, picked up those four wickets. Um I really thought that Nathan, Nathan, Nanisham and Bumrah took all the batters out of the equation. I mean, apart from Anish Pandey, nobody is able to score. These guys took two, two, two wickets each. And uh, that was the that's the story, morning glory, as they say. <laughs> so how, how would you like to, to describe that you know, game? We were, we were doing the, the last game uh, simultaneously yesterday as well. So when... Uh, Bangalore was was trying to make an impact and Delhi was trying to ensure that they get uh, the runs on the board. We were just getting updates regularly from 
uh, our our production team as to what's happening at the other end because for the first the first time two games were playing played simultaneously and every time we used to pick up the mic we used to get an information like you know ishan kishan has is like 20 of 9 and ishan kishan is like 40 of 12 so it's like okay so why are we talking about this game <laughs> suddenly because rishabh pant and shreyas ayer are going no way they are just playing normal cricket and there's another game which is happening down the road at abu dhabi which is on the highway so that was like the difference happening and we're like really what's happening and then somebody said that you know surya was hit on the head uh, with a fast ball from malik as well so so much action was happening in abu dhabi and mumbai came out with a completely different perspective and i'm happy for ishan kishan of course because surya kumar yadav ishan both will be a part of the indian that t20 for the world cup and you want these players and from you suddenly it can it's it's very natural to go out of form it's very natural to stop bowling well but when a player comes back you know the first couple of games or the first few matches when you are coming back into form that's such a nice pleasing sight for a player and for the people around them yeah and a nice segue into the uh, bangalore delhi game um shikhar and um, prithvi were raining fours and sixes neat partnership there bangalore's bharat and ab partnership you know yeah. uh, 78 of 52 for bharat three fours four sixes and of course hetmeyer actually we haven't spoken about hetmeyer in in all our episodes yeah. no <laughs> yeah we should last so, yeah, yeah. like in the last game when delhi was playing chennai at the same venue in dubai uh, krishnappa gautam dropped one sit up uh, because it was a straightforward chance from shimran hetmeyer and there went the match uh pretty similar uh, the game again against bangalore when shimran hit the ball down the ground this time he was actually it wasn't shimran it was somebody else who hit the ball down the ground not remembering who the player was but that that was a very simple uh catch uh, down at mid on and or at long on so we were discussing like how important these simple catches can be we saw that again happen when uh, shreyas missed and it's not often that shreyas misses a catch Ashwin missed a catch, and there goes the story of Bangalore from probably a difficult winning situation to an easy winning situation. So yes, Shimran Hetmeyer has been a very major contributor. In fact, just yesterday we were also talking about the fact that they are the Delhi team has actually been using Shimran in a finisher's role, not in the role where probably he can contribute more with the bat batting higher up in the order. Uh, but that's again the talent of the player. You know, when you can utilize him in different. uh places and in different situations there goes the talent of the man and yes he hits the ball very hard yeah true that so that's it i mean uh, the carnival in in two episodes and two parts finally comes to an end i mean friday we've got a final we've got a qualifier two in the middle of the week in wednesday and of course we talked about the next two games you think delhi can go on and win this one i think so i've yeah. uh, put out my uh, i've i've already put my thought out and i said i think uh delhi might be just winning this uh, they should win this because they're looking one of the most comfortable teams in terms of uh, emerging out from difficult scenarios and situations they look the most comfortable team to going out there and collecting this trophy amongst all uh, there are definitely reasons for it but it will be nice to have a different champion yeah i i agree for me delhi is looking like the possible winner but i'm very keen actually i'm more keen on seeing how kolkata are going to play that eliminator you know on on monday because then yeah. that will kind of if then if that happens 
then we're in for a good final. You know, you you feel Delhi is going to be in the final, but it should be a good final. <laughs> what okay, so let me let me ask you a question between Bangalore and Kolkata. Who do you think is winning that contest? I think I think I I think Kolkata will win. I mean, I don't know why. Okay. I mean, I just I just have a gut feeling. <laughs> That's I just okay. have a gut all feeling. All of us are all of us are just guessing. And yeah. this chat <laughs> happened yesterday as well. So and and supposedly Kolkata comes through and from there they face Chennai. Let's say, for example, oh, what oh, happened oh, then? Oh, oh. <laughs> we had completely taken Chennai out of the equation. <laughs> and exactly. now you suddenly put Chennai in. <laughs> Uh, there's because so many permutations. Next level, because obviously, eliminator. If one of the team goes out and the other comes in, then correct. So you know, you know, just the feel of it all. Probably a lot of um, odds are stacked in favor of Delhi, Delhi rather than other teams. So mm. that's what probably we're thinking. You never know. It might be a Delhi Bangalore final. It might be um, Kolkata some other team. You never know. It's it's. But for Kolkata and Bangalore, you know, you have to play regularly, very well, yeah. uh, rather than Delhi and Chennai. True that. Listen, wonderful talking to you. Please you. follow her on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, Anjum Chopra, and do come back to catch us next week. We're available yeah. online on HD Smartcast across all streaming apps, Spotify, Savan Gana, and of course the HD Smartcast uh, Cast app itself on the ninety-four point three Radio One every single morning. Anjum Chopra is on air reviewing the games of the previous night. Take care of yourself. Cheers. Thank you. This was a Radio One production brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.